0: This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Yo, that song WAP by Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B is the wildest thing I've ever heard. But anyway, what up, though? I'm out here. Uh, Lakers Clippers. So Lakers Clippers. I recorded the show before Lakers and Clippers. I probably should have waited a day and added that in the show i was like screw it i'm gonna go with it anyway but hey i'm glad they had a good game that's what we needed the regular season coming back of course they had to have zion and lebron of course the two most popular people in the league of course you gotta start off with those guys of course you do just for ratings maximum overload and the ratings were probably good i didn't even bother to watch the pelicans and the jazz because i was out doing lift getting that money but i ended my lift session short so i could see the lakers and the clippers the plan was to get me some wings come to the house watch the game and just have a good night you know maybe i missed out on another 15 20 bucks but whatever it doesn't matter i was happy watching the game at home it was back and forth. Both teams had their runs. A lot of threes. Like, both teams took 36 threes. But that's just the league. That's the league we're in today. Barely in the defense, a lot of threes, a lot of layups, transition layups and stuff. That's just what it is. Now, Kawhi Leonard can do it all. Like, he can shoot threes. He fades away like Jordan. He got a mid-range like Jordan. He can get to the rim. He got post moves. What can't he do? And he defends. This man is saying, um, dang it. (laughs) I don't know what I was saying, what I was about to say. Oh, man, he could do it all. He is like that. And Paul George was right there along with him. So I was so hyped for the game. And I liked at the end how LeBron, he took on Kawhi, stopped him, passed it to paul george stopped him i loved it both teams had like 10 11 point leads and they just evaporated because the way these guys were shooting now the lakers won by two lebron had some crazy layup at the end where he he missed the shot so badly but just four clippers were just standing around watching him and he just got the rebound and laid it up and was up by two now lebron had 16 11 and 7 anthony davis had 34 8 and 4 34 8 and 4 yeah right right so lebron in the bubble he didn't play yesterday he's averaging 19 10 and 6 pretty good numbers pretty good numbers not mvp type numbers but pretty good numbers so ad The funny thing about AD is in the two wins they have, the Lakers are two and three in the bubble, right? He averages 38, 10, and four in the two wins they have. In the three losses, in the three losses they have, he averages 13 and nine. What? That is a huge drop off. You mean to tell me this team goes where Anthony Davis goes? And also, in the losses, they didn't score. I don't think they scored 100 points in any one of those games that they lost. What kind of nonsense is this? See, y'all freaking out about the Lakers, but they got King James. They got LeBron James. And LeBron James in playoff time ain't going to be playing. Y'all are done. you worrying too much about the Blazers just because – Damian Lillard scored. Just because Damian Lillard scored a 45 last night, y'all worried about, against the Nuggets, a solid playoff team. You worrying about the Lakers. This seed, this is the trap I fell into in, in 2K when I played out the whole bubble tournament. The Blazers got the AFC. I played with the Lakers against them. Blew them completely out. It's just... I mean, too much size, too much LeBron. No one can stop Anthony Davis. That series is five, six games series. Then you're worrying about them against the Rockets, who they just lost to. But the Rockets, the Rockets had about, I don't know, 20 more threes than they did yesterday. 20 more. Like, the Lakers only had, only made five three-pointers. The Rockets made 20-something. And they only won by 16 and they didn't have LeBron. Are you kidding me? So just imagine if them numbers were more even or was flipped the other way. Come on, man. We putting too much stock in one game. I think the Lakers will be fine. Now, will they make the finals? That's a little tough to say. That's tough to say. But they are inconsistent, and they will be in some seven-game series. And they're really going to have to grind out a title if they want to win it. But I don't I don't doubt that they are still my title favorites. Okay, maybe I doubt a little bit, but only by a little bit. I think they'll be fine. Oh, other other teams, man, the Suns are undefeated in the bubble. Devin Booker is averaging 30 a game. They just beat the Pacers, who were also, they were undefeated until they played the Suns. And T.J. Warren was going off. T.J. Warren was averaging what? He's averaging 33 a game. He had 53 against the Sixers. He had 34 against the Wizards. But it's the Wizards. Come on. Now, both of those guys played the Wizards. The Wizards are clearly the worst team in the bubble. Yes, my favorite NBA team is the worst team in the bubble. I said this from day one. It is okay. But, hey, T.J. Warren and Devin Booker always had this type of potential. Like, I've seen them do it. I've seen them kill it. From time to time. But Devin Booker's always been good like this, though. It's just, I'm kind of, the Suns are kind of winning me over. I am on the OKC bandwagon. It's easy to fall on that bandwagon because of my ties to Oklahoma. And the fact that the Wizards are just pretty much rebuilding right now. They're pretty much, not rebuilding, but they're getting ready for next season trying to build their core pieces around wall and bill let's be honest here because they damn sure ain't going to playoffs because the nets if the nets win tonight they clinch a playoff spot the wizards if they lose the nets clinch a playoff spot one or both is going to happen so the nets are going to be in the playoffs it's okay the wizards are eight games behind them they have to win out And the Nets have to lose out in order to force the playoff. And even if that happens, not going to beat the Nets two times in a row. Going to get killed. You're going to get killed. Now, I'm rooting for the Suns. I really am. Because I I really want them to go undefeated in the bubble. It's going to be hard, though. They got to play OKC. They got to play, um, oh, man, I had it. But they got a tough schedule. Yeah, tough schedule. And I'm not sure if they can pull this off. See, they got the Heat, the Thunder, and the Sixers. They could lose every one of those games because all three of those teams are better on paper. But the Suns, the Suns are not. I mean, the Suns in the bubble have been arguably the best team. They're really hot right now. They could definitely force a playoff against Memphis the only problem is especially since Memphis has lost four in a row the only problem is you got Portland who has only lost like one game in the bubble and they're they're doing pretty good they beat Houston Houston was had two amazing comeback wins against Milwaukee and Dallas Portland beat them and then Portland went off against Denver it's gonna be tough it's between those three teams I think the Spurs are gonna fizzle out the Pelicans are overrated. Like, it's it's the Zion hype machine. They should beat the Wizards tonight. But after that, they're not going to win another game. They're going to be out. Ain't going to be no Zion in the playoffs. The NBA think they slick trying to get the Pelicans in the playoffs. It didn't happen. The Kings are going to catch them. The Kings just beat them. My man Buddy Hill ain't going out like that. So, they're out. The Pelicans are out because they're trash, at least for now. The Pelicans' future is bright, but right now, no. They gone. They out of here. For real. Now, let's see. Wow. (laughs) I just went off. Now, Westbrook, speaking of people performing really good and wins, Russell Westbrook, 31 in both of the Rockets wins. He only had 15 versus Portland. You got to watch that. James Harden had forty nine, nine and eight versus Dallas. He had thirty seven versus the LeBronless Lakers. And Anthony Davis, I think he sat later in the game. Man, this guy be going off too. But it's James Harden. Like he can go off at any moment. Now he's kind of he's below his season average. Outside of that game against the Mavericks and the Lakers, he's been pretty much below his season average. That's fine. That may be all they need, especially with Westbrook going off and all the pieces around them they have that that can shoot threes. I'm telling you, I don't know what this hot shooting can do for Portland and Houston against L.A., both L.A. teams. But at the end of the day, I still see it being Clippers versus Lakers in the conference finals. I still see it like that. So I'm looking at this. Oh, and another thing about the NBA bubble. It's a lot of up and down shooting. You see a lot of hot shooting one day. Uh, the game maybe 140, 130, 150, 151 and then the next day, you got a 101 97 game cuz no one can hit a damn shot. That's been pretty much the NBA bubble. Me- people ain't people ain't really playing defense. The only team that's really playing defense is the Raptors. And surprise, surprise, they're undefeated in the bubble too. And I didn't I didn't believe it at first, but they are a serious threat to go back to the conference finals. And it might be a rematch against the Bucks. But I don't know. We gotta watch the Celtics. We gotta watch the Pacers. Especially if they get Oladipo back and TJ Warren keep playing like he an all star. That is going to be a really tough out. And then you got to worry about Miami Heat, who play a little bit of defense themselves. The East might be tougher than I thought. Don't just pencil the Bucks in just yet. Something I just thought about, something I just thought about that Shannon Sharp said earlier. He said, who in the East is better than Dame? And I, other than Giannis. I had to really think about that. That's crazy. I was like, Embiid? I was like, uh... Sometimes. Ben Simmons, no. Uh, Pascal Siakam, no. TJ Warren, not yet. He can be. Jimmy Butler, no. Like, you, they. he might have a point. I, I think he was trying to say that to say the Lakers have tougher competition. And it's harder. It's going to be harder for them to get to the finals. And if you get to the finals... He don't really have anyone to worry about in the East. Maybe he was trying to make a point against Giannis. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we we'll, we just got to see what, what happens from here. So, uh, speaking of the Wizards. So, like I said, the Wizards haven't won a game in the bubble. They'll play teams tough. They I believe they had the lead in every single game at one point. They still lost because they give up that big double-digit to zero run. They let Devin Booker run wild. They lost. They got killed by the – they lost to the Nets. They had to have that game. They lost. I mean, I like that Thomas Bryant is balling. Like, he had 30 and 13 against the Nets. That's crazy. That's crazy. If he can do that next year with Wall and Bill, man, we don't even need Boogie Cousins. We don't even need to draft a center. We got this guy. I don't know what Rui Hachimura is doing, but it doesn't matter because Thomas Bryant is cooking and Troy Brown is cooking too. Ishmith doing what he usually does. I like these guys. And Jerome Robinson. Jerome Robinson, oh, my God. We got him for cheap. We traded him Isaiah Thomas, who ain't even in the league anymore, and we got this guy who is putting up numbers off the bench are you serious we going back to the eastern conference finals next year i'm gonna go ahead and say it i'm gonna go ahead and say it with all these pieces and wall and bill and bertons hopefully hopefully it's over going back to the conference finals the east okay the east is solid but th- there is some holes there like they can get there if they want we'll see though we'll see all i know is the eighth seed is real close Don't just give it to the Blazers yet because the Grizzlies are sliding. They still have the lead, and it's going to be very hard for the Blazers to beat the Memphis Grizzlies two times in a row. I don't think it's going to happen. It might, but I don't think it's going to happen. And you got to watch out for the Suns who are undefeated in the bubble, and I don't see them losing anytime soon. Okay, psych lied. They might lose all three of those last – Games. They'll probably beat the Sixers, though, because they've been underwhelming. But the Heat and the Thunder, I don't know about that. But hey, you got to look out for Suns, Grizzlies, Blazers. That's it. Everyone else out. You're done. So here we go. Oh, by the way, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Jonathan Isaac both suffered uh, big time injuries. They're out of the bubble. They're done. Jonathan Isaac, he stood. For the anthem instead of kneeling. And he didn't wear the Black Lives Matter shirt. He had a Christian explanation to it. I mean I, I get it. I get it. And I don't have no problem with it. He has the freedom to do so. And Clay, Clay Travis did predict that. Watch. Someone's going to stand for the anthem. And it's going to be a problem. And sure enough. Jonathan Isaac did it. And it just caused a lot of. Like division. And arguments and, and back and forth talking points, I have no problem with it. You know, he's he has the right to do what he wants. And if he don't believe that's the right way to show that black lives matter, because he do believe that black lives matter. I mean, it's not fair to say that he don't just because he didn't kneel. That's not the way he wants to show that black lives matter. That's fine. I'm cool with it. Actions speak louder than words anyway. Same thing with Popovich. He, that's a line he doesn't want to cross. He doesn't want to nail. That's fine. He's done so much for black people. He's done more for black people than I have. It's a shame I had to say that, but it's true, son. It's true, Mo. <laughs> hey, yo, I, I'm just really excited about the NBA. And I, I can't wait to see where, where it goes from here. The MLB. So, The Marlins haven't played in like a week and a half, two weeks. They had an outbreak, had about 20 people get COVID. People in the Phillies got COVID because they scrimmaged against the Marlins. I don't know how the Braves, everyone on the Braves escaped getting COVID, but whatever, because I'm pretty sure someone from the Marlins picked it up from Atlanta, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. And then the Cardinals, now the Cardinals got an outbreak. They're missing games, yet somehow, someway, The M L B is just chugging along like nothing's happening. That's miraculous. They are just moving on like nothing just happened. That's crazy. I just I thought the way these little outbreaks was happening and everyone's criticizing them that they were just gonna just stop the season, postpone it, let's come back later, or just cancel the season altogether and be like, Man, we'll just come back next year because it's just it's just ruining the season you got three teams they got to make up all these games and don't play the the required number of games you got the marlins on top of the division they only played three games come on man and these outbreaks i mean it, how does three teams have outbreaks next thing you know it's gonna be five and six then you really got postpone the season. i keep saying they should just shut it down but they're still moving along quite fine. All the other teams are doing fine. Well, of course, the Nationals had Juan Soto get positive, but he just came back. And the whole Cespedes thing with the Mets was crazy. He just up and left Atlanta and opt out of the season out of nowhere. Ain't say nothing. That's That was crazy, too. I'm just going to keep my eye on it. I won't be surprised if at some point they cancel the season. But the way they're moving along right now, It seemed like they're going to keep going, and I can't even blame them. If they think they they can pull this off and get a World Series and get a fair champion, hey, power to them. Power to them. I know I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch when I can, but they got to be careful because these outbreaks are kind of alarming. I'm just saying, dog. So, what's next here? The Caps and the Nats. Speaking of baseball, the Nats are 4-5. and five. They had a nice little, little winning streak. They had a nice little winning streak. I think they had won, like, three in a row. They beat the Mets, which I loved. And I was like, I right, bet. Beat the Mets. We 500 now. Shurs on the mound against the Mets. What happened? I was like, it's Scherzer's Day against the Mets. This is like Christmas. This is like going to my favorite restaurant or something. I was that excited. What happened? Scherzer gets hurt. You have got to be kidding me. He gets hurt. Apparently, he tweaked the hamstring the game before, and he tried to go against the Mets, and it just wasn't, just wasn't working. He had no velocity on his pitches. They took him out. How many times has this happened since he's been here? Like, he just randomly gets hurt and just take him out. It's a shame, man. I hate when it happens, but, hey, uh, it happens. (laughs) I want Scherzer to get better and to get well. It's just a shame. He said it's no big deal, but then he said that about the neck thing last year. Hey, he was there at the end for us when we really needed him, so it's fine. It just worries me, man. you always getting hurt. And we already lost Strasburg. You're just getting Soto back. And, oh, surprise, surprise. The Nationals lost that game against the Mets. So if we split with them, I'm kind of, I don't know. It's better than getting swept. So I'll take the split. But I wanted that game. The Nats, man, are they going to be 19-31 and 31 like last year? It seemed like it, but then again, they they came on late in the year last year. Maybe they can this year, especially getting Soto back. I just don't know, man, with the injuries and the bats not being there for the most part. It's going to be tough, but at least half the damn teams in the MLB make the playoffs. So that helps. That works. That might help the Nationals in this instance, and then maybe they can make another run to the World Series. I'm hoping it's, it's just an uphill battle. Now the Caps, the Caps, the Caps, the Flyers. They lost to the Flyers. And they lost to um the Tampa Bay Lightning. They lost to the Flyers and the Lightning in the round robin for season They got Boston next, the best team in the East. How are they gonna beat Boston? They lost to the Flyers in Tampa Bay. I think they're going to lose that game and they're going to mess around and they probably got to play against the Penguins or the Islanders. So in the playoffs, they'll either play the Penguins, the Islanders, or the Hurricanes. Those are three of my least favorite teams in the league. Pittsburgh Penguins have always disliked them. It's gone back to the mid-2000s. The Islanders, they got Barry Trotz. I want to beat Barry Trotz. Enough said. Carolina beat us last year. That heartbreaker game seven at Capital One Arena. I was mad heated about that. I was about to fight someone over that game. So you know I want revenge. So we got to play one of those teams. Whoever we get out of those three, it don't matter. Got to beat them because I can't stand all three of those teams. Now hopefully the Caps get it together. They haven't won a game in their bubble either. They're looking like the Wizards. But unlike the Wizards, they are actually a good team. And they got a high seed. And I believe in the playoffs, they'll get it together. Let's just hope they do. (laughs) But no, 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 no. I believe they'll get it together. I think they'll be fine. Just any day now, please. Clay Travis and Darren Rovell arguing again. Like, they've been arguing for like a week now over what, Clay Travis said about coronavirus. Clay Travis got a lot of followers. So anytime he can go viral. He's going viral plenty of times. Off of posts he he said. So every day he's just been on this coronavirus ain't that big of a deal. He just just keep dropping coronavirus stats and keep saying you have a better chance of dying getting struck by lightning or a car accident, especially if you're young and healthy. he just been on this hill from the very beginning. Every day, he like, coronavirus ain't that deep. And he keep trying to give us stats to prove it. I, I guess, I mean, I he has a lot of critics on that. He has a lot of critics. See, the thing about the lightning and the car accidents, a lot of his critics say it's not contagious. So it's nothing like, lightning and car accidents i feel you i feel you i i I don't know man it's just it's just up to the person how serious you want to take this just don't do anything dumb when you at public places wear a mask wear a mask um be you know sanitary or whatever you say practice like good hygiene like just common sense stuff stuff that makes sense you know what I'm saying? Get tested if you need to, especially if you're coughing or sneezing or whatever. Just just do all that. You don't, you don't got to freak out. But then again, you can't really um, overlook this thing either. People are dying. People are getting sick. And the asymptomatic thing is the whole reason why we're even in these bubbles and canceling stuff and basically flipping the whole world upside down because you don't know who has it. You don't know if you're passing it to somebody else. It's so dangerous. But I have no problem with Clay Travis trying to be positive and trying to denounce coronavirus. No problem. No problem at all. I don't know what that was. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So Clay Travis going after Darren Rovell. Well, I guess Darren Rovell went after him first. Just Darren Rovell just hitting him with his own quotes over and over and over again. I guess it's because it's it's. Clay's theme about Corona bros, people who want the worst, just, just want the worst to happen because of this disease. They think life's just shut down just because of this disease. And Clay can't stand people like that. (laughs) He came up with something. He's like, what is your Corona bro, Mount Rushmore? What is the most famous people that spits out the most doom and gloom? Of course it's all the people he's argued with. he said Florio, I covered that. Peter King, I covered that. Dan Wolken, I don't know where that came from. And now Florio. I mean, and now not Florio. Now Darren Rovell. So he's getting in all these sports writers beef over coronavirus. It's hilarious, bro. It's hilarious. He, Clay is a very confident person because he got a law degree and he built his own company. Of course he's going to be overconfident. He did. He, he accomplished things that most people would dream of, of course. But, man, sometimes he should tone it down, but it's just who he is. I'm just enjoying the show. I have my popcorn ready mentally, not physically. But <laughs> I'm enjoying the show. Just put it like that. I'm going to just leave it at that. The college football is college f- conference only. It's conference-only. SEC just came up with some protocols. They're def- They're doing conference-only. Big 12, Pac-12, all of them. Well, Pac-12 is kind of a threat because, you know, that might not happen maybe because a player revolts or whatever. You got to keep an eye on that. ACC's conference-only plus Notre Dame. The other independents are struggling, like BYU. UConn just canceled their season. They weren't going to win many games anyway, but nevertheless, they canceled their season. Just too much. Just too much to deal with, and I completely understand. I'm wondering about OU Texas. I still haven't heard anything about that. Is it going to be in Norman? Is it going to be in Austin? Is it going to be at the Cotton Bowl with no fans? What are we doing? What is these rivalries going to look like without fans? that's gonna be crazy man i I can't wait to see it honestly i know it's in better shape than high school football because uh high school football around here in the dmv is shut down it's not happening which is fine with me because i don't got a ref so i could be a little lazier i could get my body keep getting my body right and playing flag football and stuff i just signed up for a flag football social league but hey college football is in a better position than high school at least i think well for now they are and people are opting out like college players are opting out the quarterback from merlin just opted out which is another good reason why merlin getting talia talk about law was a good thing because now he might start because josh jackson's out now just stay tuned more players are gonna not play because this is very, very dangerous. I'm just saying. Well, kinda dangerous, you, you know. Kinda dangerous. <laughs> anyway, the KBO. The the KBO. You know that's my league, man. I've been trying to keep up with that as best I can, even though I can't really watch the games, like I can't MLB. I'm trying to keep up with that as best I can. Oh, another thing about college football, how will the playoffs be determined? we'll see how will the playoffs be determined are we just gonna go by eye tests are we gonna go by records and eye tests this is about to look like the bcs it's gonna be endless arguing i don't care may the best team win that's all i know anyway the kbo so the kbo still has fans and it's lit it is dope i don't know maybe they have a quarter of the fans in their stadium And their fans be dancing, they be singing, they be chanting. Man, even in the rain, like, man, these guys are lit, bro. I like it. Hopefully the MLB can get back to that point. Maybe even the NFL and and maybe even, nah, it's too late for NBA. But maybe the NFL can get back to that point maybe the mb mlb can that's pretty dope they got fans at the games so i watched kia and lg earlier this week that was an annihilation kia destroyed them it seemed like they did whatever they wanted they got all these hits all these home runs you had uh you had the announcers and doing the game they were going crazy man it was crazy it was insane my g for real. For real, it was, it was, it was dope. So I still had to finish Doosan versus Kiwoom. I made sure to watch that because that was two of the best pitchers in the league going against each other. But I'm at the point of the game now where both of those pitchers are out. Uh, Alacantara and Jokic, like, or Jokic. Or, I don't even know how you say his name. All I know is Jokic is third in ERA, he's like like 20th in strikeouts. I don't know how that happened, but whatever. It's like 20th in strikeouts. Alecantra, he's sixth in ERA, but he's like fourth in strikeouts. Yeah, he no, he's third in strikeouts. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, <sighs> Kiwum and Doosan. Anytime you see kiwom Doosan, NC Dinos play each other, you got to watch it. You got to watch it because it's going to be fire. I'm just saying. No, Kiwum is in second now. They're game and a half ahead of Doosan because they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. And they got Addison Russell. So you already – and he batting 375. Boy. Oh, boy. Now Kiwum might challenge N.T. Don. I don't think they're going to catch them. But – They're going to have a stranglehold on second place. And the way the KBO playoffs work is five teams make it. Five teams. I think it's out of five teams out of 10 or five teams out of 12. Five teams make it. The four and five seed play each other. And it's kind of like the NBA is doing. Like the last two seeds, they play in a a playoff game. And the higher C has the advantage. All they got to do is win once, and they advance. But the lower C has to win two in a row. That's the same thing in the KBO. Now, the race for fifth place is tight. But Samsung's falling off. Because Samsung has lost, like, seven of their last ten games. Seven of their last ten games. Well, one was a tie. So two seven and one in their last ten games. And now they're the third worst team in the league. SK and Hanwood are so far away from everybody. Don't even worry about them. They they're just they're just they're just along for the ride. They're just collecting paychecks. Because they just they trash. They garbage. I'm just saying. So, Dusan has three players in the top 10 in RBI. And I was just watching Dusan and LG. Dusan and LG today, I was watching that today. It was 0-0 most of the game. Then Dusan, Jose Miguel Fernandez did what he normally does, got a double, took the run of the third. And right after that, boom, 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 boom. Next thing you know, it's 4-0. I was like, oh, it's over. This this is how they get you. They, their offense is like that. And it was just precision, man. It was just pop up, pop fly, pop fly. Then I think another single, boom, 4-0. But LG, no, it wasn't LG. It was Lotte, Lotte. I think Lotte and Think, Lotte and Doosan are in like the same city, I believe. I'm probably wrong on that. Anyway. Low went ham. Eight runs in a row from there. This is how they broke the game open, all right? and he got some runners on base. Then they got two runs. Then they loaded the bases. Then it's a grand slam. Dude did a, a crazy backflip that in the MLB, and he stared it down. In the MLB, he would have got destroyed. But he got away with it because it's KBO. He hit that home run, 6-4. They never looked back, and Dusan took that L. Now, Lotte, they're, hmm, they're kind of like middle of the pack. They're kind of like six or seven. Like, they're, they're in the mix. They definitely needed that win. Man, that was dope. Well, I wouldn't say maybe needed it because, I mean, come on. The season ends in October. I'm going to keep saying that. So they got time to catch up, but they could use wins like that. Anyway, but Dusan still has one of the best offenses in the league. Mel Rojas Jr. is carrying KT Wiz. I mean, he has 27 home runs. He's a leader by eight. Three people are tied with 19. Mel Rojas batting 392, 27 home runs, 70 RBIs. And he leads in all those categories. Bruh, MVP. Apparently, it's supposed to be an all-star game. When does it happen? I don't know when it happens, but I'm looking forward to it. Especially seeing Mel Rojas and um, Jose Miguel Fernandez. Like, those two are killing it. And on the pitching side, ERA is kind of still the same, except Straily is right behind uh, Changmoku in, in ERA. He also has the most strikeouts. He has 111. No one else has 100. He has 111. He plays for uh, Lotte. He wasn't pitching. I don't think he was pitching against Doosan. But Doos like that. Uh, Changmoku, 99, Alacantara, played for Dusan 92, Rujinski who plays for NC Dinos, just like Changmoku. That's another reason they won so many games. They got two real good starters. They looking like the Nationals. Yeah, with the bullpen, too. <laughs> Speaking of bullpens, that's the second game in a row. That Kiwoom and Dusan game, Kiwoom took the lead, and they didn't look back in that game either. So you got to look out for these good teams, uh Doosan and NC Dinos. You got to look out for their bullpen cuz their bullpens are shaky. That might cause them, that might cost them down the stretch. And Jokic against Doosan, I mean, his ERA against Doosan is like 6. He'll probably have to play them in the playoffs. He got to get it together against Doosan cuz they're going to need him in like a deciding game. And Dusan's gonna kill. We'll see though. We'll see though. But with Dusan's like bullpen, it might it might even the score. I think Kiwon got a better bullpen from what I see. From what I see, we'll see who wins it all for sure. I- I'm interested. Now, the Quote of the day. The quote of the, the quote of the day. New new segment. Your most persistent distractions will seem justified to you. Man, I could just think of them right now. Like like taking my neighbor places. I don't feel like it. That's I justify that by saying, man, I, I feel bad if I don't help out, but ignoring my needs too, that that sucks. Oh, man, my biggest distraction of them all is Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time. I got notifications, mobile notifications, and it's just constant distraction. definitely slows my day down and makes me less productive. So maybe I should do less of that and more productive things like promoting this podcast. Which leads me into my next point. My take on barely getting any listeners to this podcast. I think it's mostly because um, I'm just not marketing and advertising it, right? It's not my thing. Like, I'm not... That's just not my thing. I've never been good at marketing and advertising. Because I don't like to bother people. I don't like to ask people to help me out but people sure like to ask me to help them but i don't really like to ask people for help like that i'm sure a lot of people have that problem but i gotta do something because i have a lot of fun making these shows and it would be great if it grows into something bigger than this and i know there's an audience in the market out there i just gotta actually try and get people to listen Just stay tuned, man, because if I get competitive about it, it's over, because I'm going to turn into Michael Jordan slash the Hulk, Hulk, and it's a wrap. I'm going to smash through all barriers. Preach, pastor. I'm doing the best that I can. (laughs) I had to steal that from my pastor. I I just had to. Now, the hypothetical game of the episode. This time is a Big Brother softball game in honor of Big Brother starting. My favorite non-sports show. It's an All-Star season. Some of the people they brought back, I'm like, why? Why did you? Why did you bring them back? I did not want to see them. But so far, so good. I, I like what I've seen. Maybe I'll do shows about Brick Brother. Maybe I won't. Or maybe I'll just stay on Twitter about it. Follow me on Twitter, the Matt Lyman at the Matt Lyman, if you want to see my uh, Big Brother takes, because I'm. On it, I'm talking about Big Brother, damn near all day. And uh, <laughs> I'll follow at level goat too, follow the brand. You already know, but anyway, Big Brother is back, Big Brother All Stars. So I split them up into two teams, and you have a fun little softball game. So, team A is Cody, Nicole, Anthony, Kevin, Christmas, Tyler. Nicole, Franzel, Janelle, David. Team B is uh Ian, Danny, Memphis, Bailey, Devon, Enzo, Keisha, Kesar. Alright. So hey. Starts out team A. Team A is, is batting first. You got okay, so that's eight people, right? Team A gets Dan in addition to make to make the teams, you know. Makes sense. (laughs) I'm just saying. And Team B gets Derek. Anyway, Team B is up the bat. I did say Team A, but Team B is up the bat. So Dan and Derek are pitching. Anyway. Anyway. It's pretty much 0 0 the first three innings. No one can really hit. Then Team B breaks through, 1-0, ends over a single, ends over a single and brings home Keisha and Kesar. Uh, brings home Kesar and moves Keisha to third. They get out of that inning. And the next thing you know, Team A comes back. Nicole gets walked, Christmas with a single, and then Cody hits a home run, and it's 3-1. It's 3-1 Team A. Team A, and the base is loaded for Team B. Ian, Danny, and Memphis. Ian, Danny, and Memphis is on on base with Bailey up. Bailey hits a single, brings home, brings home Ian. Now it's 3-2, so now it's 3-2. So so Janelle, Janelle gets a double. Then David gets a double for Team A when they get back on bat. This is about the sixth inning. Seven inning game, six inning, brings him home. David brings both of them home. It's now, is now 5 2. So now, so now, top of the seven, top of the seven, Memphis hits a solo home run, 5 3. Bailey up the bat, strikes out. Devon strikes out. No, Devon hits, no, Devon hits into the shortstop out at first. So now one out away. Enzo gets walked, and Keisha hits a single, and now things are getting things are getting interesting. It's still five two. Kasar hits the ball, gets a triple, sends Keisha home, sends Keisha home, and then Ian solo home run five four. Now Danny's up to the plate. Three two count. Hits the ball straight to the second basement. Throw the first in time. She's out. Five four team a wins and that's your hypothetical game of the episode and so i'm out peace thanks for listening to another episode of the goat level podcast make sure you share subscribe and get money